Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss your favorite Marvel sports. We bring you in-depth analysis of each event across many different Marvel sports competitions. Catch all the information and drama you want to hear about your favorite players, teams, events, and more right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and we're talking Marvels. Very exciting episode today. The final episode before the start of the 2019 Marble Olympics, which will start this Friday, for me at least, or for everyone at least, just at different times. Um, Friday, April 19th, releases the first episode you will be listening to this possibly, most likely, on that date or past it. So at that point, go check it out. But for me right now, I'm still in waiting. And I'm very excited to finally get to watch the 2019 Marble Olympics. And you're going to hear all the analysis, all the discussion, all the drama right here on the MSW podcast about the Marble Olympics and the other Marble sports. But... This is our final podcast for a good while, or I think a good while, where we'll, there will be no Marble Olympics events to talk about. Then we will, I think, I don't know how long the Marble Olympics runs, for a while. I think like a weekly episode, and then there's like 16, so, so a few months maybe, really? A few months? I don't know, maybe a few months, but um, three, two, three months, I don't know. I don't do their scheduling. I don't even know. But I know that it's coming and it's exciting. It definitely is probably the most popular marble sports channel in the world. And of course, we will discuss that here. But there are other marble channels, and that's what today is about. Today's podcast, we're going to have three guests on, um, two or three guests, uh, all talking about their channels. They are These are channels ranging from... Uh, you know, small channels to quite large channels. Uh, I'm not going to reveal the the uh, the people yet. It's going to be kind of a surprise. But they're ranging from very small channels to very large channels to just all over. I'm down here to discuss. You know, first you know, their channel, and we're going to hear from them their fantasy picks. You know, hear what they have to say as uh, knowledge of Marvel Olympics and Marvel sports um, people. But we're going to hear from them, two or three guests, just because I want to, you know, emphasize these other Marvel Sports channels before we're getting swept up by the amazing and exciting drama of the Marvel Olympics and all of its events and the speed at which that's going to come uh, in a couple of weeks. But um, ML starts soon, so just make sure you watch that. Probably is already out by the time you're listening to this, so make sure you check that out. And uh, we'll be talking a bunch of things today. A lot of topics to get through before this season starts. And i um, releasing this episode for you uh, quickly, more quick than usual, before the start. Just so, just for you guys, just to get all the information that you guys want to hear. So um, without further ado, I think we're going to go to our first guest. 
And uh, because we're doing uh, so many guests this time, we're going to have shorter segments, you know, probably, well, 10, 15 minutes. I don't know. 10, 15 minutes, whatever. We're just going to talk, but it's not going to be the whole time because we want to we wanna get to everyone and we want everyone to be able to talk about their channel. So you, without further ado, let's get to our first guest. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Um, I'm about to be on the line here with our first guest. But before we get to our first guest, I do want to clarify one quick thing. Um, a couple minutes ago that I said, uh, when I said the last podcast, I did not mean the last podcast, uh, you know, for the podcast, of course. I meant the last podcast that will not have um, Marble Olympics content for like half the time on it. So just to be aware of that in case you um, misinterpreted what I said before. But um, in any case, I am here on the line with our first guest, the Lucky Titan. Uh, how Hello. are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm, do- I'm doing well. I'm excited for these uh, 2019 Marble Olympics and, um, of course, excited for the content that you have to provide. Yeah. So, um, would you like to talk a little bit about your channel and what it is that um, you, uh, what you're creating and what's going on in the future? Yeah, sure. Um, so basically, um, I like to do marble videos as well, and I'm doing basically a parody of Joe's Marble Runs, but I call it the Marble Summer Olympics. Mm, and the qualifiers are actually going to be released tomorrow, but f- for you guys, when you see the podcast, they'll probably already have been released, the first episode of the qualifiers. Um, so basically, the first episode is going to be just a generic funnel race, and we're going to be doing, like, there's seven divisions of six teams each and then there's gonna be one team from each division that'll qualify and there's already nine pre-qualified teams from my last season so basically um the names of the teams from the pre-qualified teams are avalanche cherry evergreen hurricane midnight lightning party chargers and flare they have qualified from previous seasons and then i'm doing the qualifiers to see who the remaining seven will be to join them Oh, okay. That sounds like that sounds like really good. So, like, you had a previous season, so you already had some uh, some skill marbles. Yeah, some sk- experienced marbles, which is good. Uh, by the way, cut in here for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know his channel, then you just uh, his channel is called just the Lucky Titan. So, um, if you look up the light Lucky Titan, you'll see some more great marble content. Make sure to do that. Um, so, how will your um? Uh, Summer Olympics proceed when you get to the normal events? Is it like a point system, elimination system? Uh, yeah. Alright, so basically we have a 12-event system in the A-League, which is made of the 16 mar- millimeter marbles, which are the regulation size. And then I'm going to have a B-League with 8 events for the 14 millimeter marbles. Oh, okay. And in previous seasons I've mixed the two, but I want to upgrade the quality this year, so I want it to be all the same size. You have to keep them separate. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. And so basically how it's going to work is there's going to be 12 events in the main one, which I'll probably be talking about here. So it's going to start out with um, the sprinting tournament, which is just like the generic race down like a four lane track that I do. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be the opener. And basically how it's scored is of the 16 marbles, um, there's heats of four each. And then they're going to have the top two move on from each heat and so on until... We get to the final four, and then points will be awarded for them. And then right. points will be awarded for the ones who got out in the semifinals. So that'll be the points. So the top ones will get 10, 9, 8, and 7 points. The one who are out in the semifinals get 6, 5, 4, and 3 points. And then there will be 
a race with um, the two best times from the original heats and the top four marbles with the best times will go in mm. to the race, and then okay. the top two finishers will get points from that. Oh, okay. So that's a, that's a pretty nice system of points. Yeah. And then the six who were the worst marbles don't get any points, and that's the same system for every event except event two. But, yeah, if you want me to talk about that, I will. All right. Um, I know, you, I, obviously, we can't have time to go through all 12 events, but if, yeah. is there any um, ideas at event and then your qualifiers that I definitely want to discuss in a quick moment? But besides that one, uh, is there any other very exciting or unique events you think are worth noting here? Um, or do you want to keep it all a surprise? Uh, I'll keep a few a surprise, but um, the final event in my thing, I like to make like a nice homemade course mm-hmm. that takes like, it takes like two days to prepare and it's pretty nice. And then we have a nice swimming event and there's a so few like, more. Hmm? It's almost like an all-terrain type course. So you're talking like many different uh, types of... Uh, yeah, uh, that's track types, uh, things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably what we're gonna do this year. Like, last year, me and my dad, we got um like this like gutter lining thing from Home oh, Depot or cool. from Lowe's, and we put like nails in it and made it basically essentially like a plinko thing. Right, right. And that's not the thing that I'm gonna be using in the qualifiers, but um that's yeah. like just what I did last year. But I'm gonna make it like bigger this year. Oh, that sounds very, very cool. So I'm, uh, that's, a, that's a good event to look out for. Yeah. Um, another one that I was really interested in, and you know this, mm-hmm. um, your second or third qualifying event um, yeah. is, is actually a, a big, giant Plinko board. It's like, I don't know, very, very, mm-hmm. looks very well made. But um, if you want to explain, first of all, how you came up with that idea and how that's going to work, I mean, because that seems like a, one that'd be fun to watch. Seems, that's it. Idea gel even seems has not mm-hmm. come up with yet. So yeah, uh, surprised he hasn't come up with that. So I want to explain yeah. that a little bit. So um, in addition to it being the third event of the qualifiers where there's going to be four events, it's also going to be the sixth event or the halfway point of the main very good, very good. Olympic yeah. season. And basically how it started was um, I was bored one day. So I decided to go to my grandpa's house and he has like this really nice woodworking shop there. And so we wanted to do build something there. So I was just, and that was when I was first starting to get into marble racing. So yeah. I just decided, um, why not we try and make something that I can use in my videos? And then eventually we got to the idea of a Plinko board. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. So is that your idea, your grandpa's idea, or kind of both? It was like a joint idea, yeah. Like, um, And he was like the one who did a lot of the execution for it. I did, like, the design and a lot of, like, the gluing and nailing stuff in. Good and, job, yeah. Yeah, and basically, um, so basically what it is, it's, it's like, a, I think it's like a foot and a half by a foot, and essentially you put them in through the top, they'll bounce down, like, layer by layer with staggered nails, and then they'll get to, like, the bottom of it, which is also, yeah. like, a ramp, and then it'll lead outside of the Plinko board, and then it'll, like, land on, like, a Hot Wheels track, which is what I usually use. And it'll carry them to the next part of the course. Oh, that's quite cool. So it's it's kind of like a mm-hmm. part of a course. That's that's yeah. a really that's a really cool, unique event. Obviously, if you're one of the few out there who don't know what a, a plinko means, then just just look that up because it's, it's quite easier to just look it up than it is for me to try to explain a plinko. But um, it's kind of just like a uh, 
it's like a how would you even explain that? Like you probably had the best explanation you can give yeah. on something like that. So, um, but yeah, that for me is quite a creative event. I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot of water events this year in the Marvel Olympics that people are just, mm-hmm. you know, dying over like super creative. How is he going to do that? But I mean, for me, I'm also going to check this one out. Cause for me, I like the idea. I've never seen this done before. Cause I mean, I've been a lot of, Marvel tracks people try to make but this I haven't seen a Plinko board um, and uh, if you go to his channel you can see what it looks like and it's actually quite well made it's quite big yeah. uh, oh. and I'd like to see how that turns out so definitely check out his channel The Lucky Titan because um, it's going to be he's going to be having exciting Marvel sports tournament this year as well yeah and also you can see the Plinko board in action if you want like a preview of it in so you go to my channel you go to playlists and there's the 2018 Marble Olympics, and then you'll go to the um, video episode six, and it's called Race Course, and you can just um, get an idea of it in action. Yeah, yeah, go, please go check that out, guys. And um, with that said, as we're going to ask all our guests here, we want to hear your fantasy picks. As a big Marble fan, we want to hear yep. your NFL fantasy picks. All right, um, so I went with the two obvious ones. So basically, you started out with, I think, $5,000 to spend, and they priced teams. All right, I never explained this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, let me, if you don't mind me explaining this. Yeah, you can explain it. Um, if you do, you know, go pick your fantasy team on the fantasy site, which is linked in the Reddit, and uh, you can just kind of look up, like I said before, fantasizer.com, and I think type in Marble Olympics, and you'll find it. If you do want to uh, make a team for that, how that works is once you make your account or whatever and you have your team name, you like when you go to the picking section, you have you're given like five thousand dollars as Lucky Titan said, and each team has a, like a cost um, and obviously more higher ranked teams over the past years have higher prices. So like you know like the chocolatiers have quite a low price because they qualified low this year. And they didn't do very well last year, mm-hmm. while the Midnight Wisps have, like, the highest price because they won last year. Um, but, yeah, you kind of have to, like, balance out your teams. It, it, that's just because uh, they don't want people picking Midnight Wisps, Arrangers, Savage Beaters, and Oceanics as their four teams. And then um, doing that because, like, it, you don't have enough money for that. But it's, I think it's great because then you can you actually have to sit there and think, okay, who's going to be the top teams this year? Who's who's not in the top four uh, last year that's going to probably make it there this year? And I can tell you, by the way, the top four this year are not going to be the top four last year. Um, refer to my previous episode to um, to talk about that, but – um, it's, it was, it's a good way to do it and just uh, it's a good way to pick. So you get four picks and you have to balance out your money. And uh, with that being said, what were your four picks, Lucky Titan? Oh, yeah, that was a really good explanation on my four picks. So I went two high-priced ones for consistency. I took the Savage Speeders and the O-Rangers because they have mm. like pretty good fan bases and they always perform very well. Okay. Um. I took a rookie, the Green Ducks, because they have a large fan base, and also, like, as you can see... <laughs> I don't know how that clapping audio came through, it was but good. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I chose them because um, if you look at their previous events and previous years, teams with large fan bases um, most of the time do not disappoint. 
So I'm assuming that the Green Ducks will probably do very well this year. Right, especially, I mean, come on, their performance in the qualifiers. I know people like to like to talk about, you know, how that never always shakes out well in the regular rounds. But I'm, I'm telling you, if, you're gonna, if you haven't picked yet, put a pick on the Green Ducks. I mean, like, you're not going to be disappointed, I don't think, this year. Um, as discussed, I mean, as discussed in the previous episode, I mean, about the Green Ducks, you know, I, I sang their praises a ton. I think, either for me, my favorite uh, to do well this year. Uh, so I hope they do well. I'm definitely cheering for them. And then, um, I mean, I mean, the Savage Beaters and the Rangers, I did not pick them. Uh, but they're, they're, they're always solid picks. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to do this year. If you look at the, just the past three years, if you go on uh, the past, they're definitely going to place top six. Um, but, you know, we have to see. We have to see. But um, uh, definitely good picks. What was your final pick? Um, I took um, probably the most underrated team next to the Hazers, the Balls of Chaos. Um, mm. If you examined the standings closely last in the 2018 Marble Olympics, you would see that they were um, at least in the top three all the way until event 10. And that screams consistency to me. And that's why... That's uh, like Absolutely. probably a sleeper team here. I'm surprised. Plus, people have not picked them, so I think that they are definitely going to have a huge year this year, based on how well they s- started last year. That's a bold prediction. It's a bold prediction. Yep. And I'll tell you what. Like when I was picking, I I was bouncing between them as well. I actually I was actually like maybe I'll actually go with the Bulls of Chaos because I um I remember that they were doing quite well through the last. Uh, through most the first half, first two thirds of the 2018 Marble Olympics, and they they look like a very promising team. But I mean, I mean they kind of they kind of uh, fell off there towards the end. But I don't think that was because they were bad, but just the competition got so high. So I mean, yeah. I'm excited to see how they do. I didn't end up picking them, but I I do support that pick definitely. That is a pretty good pick. So yeah, it's my most riskiest pick. Yeah, your your riskiest pick definitely, but um. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Excited to see how they do. Yeah. And uh, closing words, I guess. Closing words, I guess. Yeah, give me some closing words if you want to say anything. All right, so I'm a primary fan. I've been a primary fan since it started, so I'm not too happy oh. how they didn't qualify and all these. I wouldn't be either. All yeah. these memes about them really hurt sometimes, but sometimes you just have to go with it. But. I'm also yeah. a Mellow Yellow fan, so I really hope that they do great this year. Oh, then why, why did you not pick them for the qualifiers? Are you just um, a fan but not necessarily uh, trying to pick them? Um, I'm just – I just like them. I, uh, they're not going to do the best. I just hope that they do good. Right. I mean, I kind of agree with that. I didn't pick them because I don't think they're going to show up this year and all of a sudden take it all over. Um, they didn't. They haven't seemed to be leading towards that, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, because if you look at teams like Team Galactic, the crazy cat-sized teams that did not really place that high in the mm-hmm. past two, three years, but then you see them performance in the qualifiers, they're more of a, a te- team that you'll be like, okay, they didn't do well before, but they look promising this year. The Mellow Yellow and for the Pinkies for that matter and the Chocolatiers all kind of not showing that yeah. at the bottom of the qualifiers. And even though they did qualify, they're not super promising to win this year. But um, uh, who picked them? I think the previous video, the, the Red Pandas creator, Big Dave, I think he picked them because he's a Mellow Yellow fan. And he thinks he thinks 
they have something in them, even though they're at the bottom right now, that we're not seeing. I hope so. Did win one of the events, so second in one of the events in like very close race. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a pick. It's a pick, yeah. and uh, I hope they do well. But I think you have more uh, likely picks, maybe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess. Um, thanks for having me. Um, if you guys want to, you should definitely check out my Marble Olympics videos because the first episode of the 2019 qualifiers will have been released by the time this podcast comes out so Mm -hmm. yeah check that out and go mellow yellow yeah go mellow yellow and go all your picks (laughs) thank you lucky titan thank you for having me all right bye all right see you man all right and that was the lucky titan great channel of his um he offered up to me a little bit of a shout out there on one of his recent videos so I'm thankful to him for doing that for me but yeah very excited to see his Plinko event definitely though because I haven't seen something like that yet in the Marble Olympics or in the Marble Sports world so it's probably the biggest thing for me but uh, definitely check out his Marble Olympics Um, so it looks like we will not be able to have three guests on. We were trying to get MSPN as well as another guest on, and we weren't able to get them. But we do have a special moment today. I was able to contact and technically have on as a guest uh, a very big Marvel channel, Marvel Fubica. It's a it's a Spanish channel. It's probably the biggest Marvel Spanish channel, Marvel Sports Spanish channel. Um, obviously, or not obviously, but in this case, uh, the creator and runner of this channel does not speak English very well, um, as they speak Spanish, <laughs> of course, but, um, but I was able to interview him over some very interesting messages, uh, with Google Translate, um, you know, all the different questions back and forth, and we... We had a good little discussion. I got to find out a lot about him, or at least give some good information and background about him that you may not have known. Uh, but it was it was a pretty nice conversation. Google Translate obviously clouded things a slight bit, but it was it made for a more uh, comedic situation. But uh, so we're gonna go through what he said, and how we'll do this is, and he's okay with this because he knows that most of the the bad grammar and things like that are Google Translate's fault and not his fault. He's obviously a, a great speaker. This is more of a, you know, just to lighten the mood here. But I'm going to read, obviously I'm going to go through the questions that I asked and I'm going to read his answers like verbatim exactly how they were typed just for the uh, comedic effect of it. And then I will obviously clarify what he is saying. But, um... Yeah, it was, it was amazing to be able to have a little interview with him. I know he, he might be the second biggest Marvel Sports channel in the world. I know he's gotten some good videos. and even even had a video that got into the millions of views and stuff. So, um, you know, he gets, he gets a lot of support. So, biggest Spanish channel. And we are going to see what he has to say. So, I started off with, hello, how are you? And then he said, hello, I'm very well. Um, and then I was like, okay, how did you come up with your channel and your channel name? So 
So he says, the Marble Fubeca channel was created a few months ago. The name Fubeca comes from the Portuguese that means marbles. <laughs> so his, his channel name technically translated completely to English is Marble Marbles. <laughs> oh my God. But um, it's pretty funny. So Marble Marbles is his channel name or for... Uh, Translated completely to Spanish, it's Fubeca Fubeca. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. But, um, I wouldn't have guessed that. When, when you say it out loud, Marble Fubeca, it doesn't sound, like, doesn't sound like Marble Marbles at all. It doesn't sound like it might even be that. So that, that was pretty funny and interesting to hear. That's a, that's a little trivia fact to take with you to Marble Sports gatherings. Marble Fubeca is Marble Marbles. It's hilarious. Um, comes from the Portuguese. So, and then I said, what Marble Sports events are happening now and what Marble Sports events are happening in the future? Uh, give dates or months if you can. So his answer here is, okay, it happened to one month and a half, the Copa America 2019 with 16 teams and was closed with 15 videos. Now we are pausing with mini tournaments and in June will be held the great Eurocopa 2019. It will feature 32 countries and it will be m much longer with great editing and sound productions. I do not have precise date, but it will be near the winter here in Brazil. Euro 2019 will have many teams in the qualifiers and this may be more than 42 countries. Jell is a great mentor to us content creators. Her, her races are exciting. That excites me. Excitement. <laughs> oh man, I love Google Translate to uh, hear that again. Her races are exciting. That excites me. Excitement. <laughs> Jell is a great mentor to us content creators. Her races are exciting. That excites me. Excitement. Oh, he's, he typed that again. So that's doubled of that. Looking forward to the start of Marble Olympics 2019. Okay. <laughs> so to just go through what he means there, um, I think most of it was pretty clear actually. Um, so the Copa America 2019 is the American Cup that he does on his channel. So uh, one, he's saying like one month and a half, either one month and a half ago, or it took one month and a half. The 2019 America Cup with 16 teams was 15 videos long. Now he's not doing the mini tournaments at the moment, but in June he'll come back with them doing the Europe Cup 2019 with 32 countries, so 32 teams, and it'll be quite a bit longer with better editing. Um, he doesn't have a precise date, but it'll be near the winter in Brazil, because the winter in Brazil, summer for us, so June, June is the month there. Um, uh, many in the qualifiers, probably more than 42 for the Europe Cup. Jell uh, um, is a great mentor to content creators. Um, his, not her, races are exciting. Um, I don't know where the that excites me excitement comes from, but just probably just he likes the races are very exciting and it makes him happy. Uh, and he's looking forward to Marble Olympics 2019, which is good to hear that he, uh, you know, participates in that. And okay, what else did I ask here? What do you think about the Marble Olympics and Gel's channel? What were your Marble Olympics fantasy picks? Now, I don't think he had any fantasy picks as far as I know. I wasn't able to get that. 
Um, sensible if, you know, you don't have the best English, you may not have caught the fantasy team thing, which is all right. But we will see what he has to say about the Marvel Olympics and Joe's channel. As, oh, as I, as I bleeded into that question last time, Joe is a great mentor and exciting excites me excitement, as you heard. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, anyway, here, here's his continuation here. Yes, I am very enthusiastic about part, oh, well, did I ask this? Oh, oh, okay. So also I, I asked um, about the partnership with MSPN as they were partnering and the English commentary. So I guess he talks about that here as well. So yes, I am very enthusiastic about partnering with MSPN. There are, already, there are already recordings of the 2019 Copa America that ended and I'll be back in English with comments. I received an invitation from the MSPN and I was very happy because I always wanted to have my videos in English. Then appeared Rick who will have a great mission to, co to comment on the videos of Marvel Fubica. I believe that in the next few weeks the Marvel Fubica channel will have Rick's comments and it will be in polishing. I believe that's in polishing, but in polishing is a good word. In addition, the channel is reorganizing to some events and besides the teams of countries, we will have teams created by me and the fans of the channel. The partnership with MSPN will be very important for the channel Marblefubica because videos with narrations give life to marbles. Cannot wait to show you this. What can I say? <laughs> I think that was decently clear. Uh, he's excited about partnering with MSPN. Recordings of the 2019 America. Um, I. I think, so what he said was to reread here, there are already recordings of the 2019 Copa America that ended and I'll be back in English with comments. I think he's either saying that the 2019 America Cup has already ended but he's going to go back and put some English commentary on it or he's saying that he's already done that and that video is coming out soon. I'm not completely sure what that meant there, I think it's one of those two things probably. Um, apparently Rick O'Shea will be doing that commentary um, and he's happy that it's in English which is good. Uh, oh he's gonna have fan-made teams and teams created by him uh, outside of the countries that he does which, uh, which is good because the countries you know People have different takes on using the countries as teams. I think it's okay, um, but not for Marble Olympics. But um, I guess for his situation, it's okay. If he does a Europe Cup, you should use Europe teams, is what I'm saying. But um, definitely the fan-made and cr uh, creator-made teams are always more exciting and new. Um, And then I tried to ask about the fantasy team picks again, and he said, we still have nothing to disclose. Everything is being reformulated for the upcoming events. So either he was still answering a previous question or he just ignored fantasy team picks, which is fine. I, if you, if he, he may not uh, be a part of that, which is fine. Um, and he was okay with this, um, this reading. So... Yeah, that's Marble Fubeka news. That's that's him. That's what's going on with him. Definitely be aware of his channel. He's one of the bigger channels out there. Um, did I ask another question? Oh, he, he said something else here. Did I ask a question on this? Give me a second here. Uh, do, do. 
do 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 do. We need help in Google. <laughs> we need help in Google. We need we need to help Google in translations. He says. I suggested I suggested SpanishDick.com uh, because that one's decent. I was told that one was better than Google Translate. So a little bit of a, a little bit of a advice wisdom there. Use Spanish Dict instead of Google Translate if you really want that clear translation. I guess. Uh, he also says, I forget when I asked this, but he says, yes, we are working very hard for new events and we'll soon have our videos on betting site. I am working hard with recordings of more than 500 short weekly videos for a great betting site. All this also shifted focus to more elaborate tracks on the Marble Fubica Canal. Canal. Marble Fubica Canal. He has his own little river. Um, obviously, that probably means channel. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume channel. Um... Hope channel. <laughs> I don't know why it would be canal, but I think what he's saying is that he's going to try to get new videos and stuff on the betting site. I don't know what he means, but I'm working hard with recordings of more than 500 short weekly videos because if he has 500 unreleased videos, that would be very impressive and unexpected. I, I it's hard for me to believe that that is the case. I I. I don't know. Um, I think he just means that he has a lot of recordings and a lot of things and waiting to come up. And then uh, I think uh, more elaborate tracks in the Marvel Fubeca channel, not his canal. If he owns a canal and I'm wrong, then I'm sorry about that. But I'm hard pressed to believe that he owns his own canal because that would be that'd be weird. Definitely be. Weird in a good way because there's nothing wrong with having a canal, but like I can't I can't think of a reason to buy one. You can think of a good reason to buy a canal, um, like your own personal canal, and put elaborate marble racing tracks on it. Please, please, please let me know. Message me and let me know that because I don't I wouldn't I don't have an answer to that one. So I'm gonna go with channel, and Google Translate is bad. But anyway, that's all the Marble Fubica news. If if it is any way unclear, always let me know. I can ask him more questions. I can try to re-clarify these things, but I think that it is pretty clear about him. And that was, you know, I'm going to I'm going to count that as a guest even though it's not a guest just because, you know, we kind of did a private guesting situation that then I'm talking about on the podcast because um, his English isn't like he said he said his English is not he cannot speak English on a podcast like that for all these questions um, because you know he speaks Spanish he speaks uh, very good Spanish so that is okay um, but yeah there's all the information there so uh, moving on here I'm going to break in here for one moment. I can't believe I didn't announce this earlier, but if you didn't know already, um, the MSW podcast has very, very luckily, or at least very, um, we're very grateful for this. We, we were able to become one of the partners of the IMC, the International Marble Committee, which is the marble committee that oversees uh, Gerald Marble runs marble events and I think has some uh, hand in the other events um, 
I guess, any, anyone they're partnered with. So we are the 16th partner of the IMC. You can find the IMC by either, I think you can search up IMC uh, committee or International Marble Committee or just searching up marble, marble-sports.com. I think it's all there as well. Um, so yeah, if you go into the front page, the hub of the IMC, you would scroll down and you'll see our podcast there. And uh, our little logo thing will be getting up there soon, I believe. So we are partners with them. I'm very excited to be in partners with these very amazing content creators of Marvel Sports. And I hope we continue to uh, create good content with them. And you know what, guys? This is one step closer to what I would love to do for you guys. And that would be to have Jell himself or one of the um, runners of Jell's channel right here on the podcast to talk about their whole story, their whole Marvel story, and their take on their own events, you know? I mean, remember they keep it, they keep it uh, random as far as I know. They don't, um, script, they script some of those like uh, little events, you know what I'm saying? So like when like, like fans and stuff pop out and make disruptions, obviously they script those. But obviously the actual events themselves, they do not script. They do not continue to race the marbles until they get a specific result. They race them and that's your result. Um, as well as uh, they actually did not script the injury of Momo Momo or any times the marble stops on the track and they shouldn't have. They just kind of roll with that. And the injury to Momo Momo was real. The marble actually chipped on the, the court in real live play. They keep the scripting to a minimum, but they do, I love the little scripting events they do uh, with the little fan interruptions and things like that. It keeps it, um, keeps it entertaining, it keeps it great, keeps it more realistic. And cause you know, fans get rowdy and things happen. Nothing ever go- runs 100% smooth- smoothly through the whole way. So I do enjoy that little bit of scripting, but uh, it's exciting to be a partner with them and I can't wait till we could possibly have them on here and discuss all about Marvels with them, which would be so, so cool for uh, me and for you guys to get to hear live one of these top content creators. Anyway, moving on here, uh, another quick thing I want to touch on, we do have uh, Marvels for Autism, his channel MFA has, um, or his channel actually is called Marvels for Autism started their Marble Marble Olympics or Marble Sports Tournament, so definitely go check that out. There's a couple events all up there already. They're pretty cool. Definitely check them out. Uh, I think the Lucky Titan has a couple up there too as well. Um, so another Marble Olympics type topic here. There was this, uh, I wasn't able, I didn't get to this in the last episode because we kind of talked more about the fantasy picks, but there was a, a little video released uh, by Jell couple weeks ago now March 29th when is that when was that a couple weeks couple two three I don't even know why am I thinking about this two three weeks it doesn't matter the the uh, flower power sand marble race by Jell's marble runs channel which was a which is a cool race um, it was like a friendly race you could say uh, of um, flower themed marbles you know they went down the track at like the San Marble Rally would and then you know try to get first <laughs> of course 
but um, it was good. It was a good little, um, I think it was just to break up the uh, monotony of not having videos from Gel, the wait for the Marble Olympics, what was in its uh, high, high prime there as it was waiting. People had been waiting for a while as well as there being a lot of waiting still left. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was a good little race. Um, there's nothing really for me to note here about this. Um, I didn't analyze this as I would another event or race because, you know, it wasn't really canon to the big events, the big tournaments. It was just kind of a friendly. Um, if I had more time, I'd like try to see, maybe pick out a couple of these marbles that might actually be really skilled competitors. I think these marbles were not really sand marble rally, you know, like, like high uh, skilled get Sam Marble Rally com competitors as as you would see from like, you know, the real Sam Marble Rally, with, you know, Big Pearl and Dragon's Egg and things like that. But they were um they did good. They looked like they were uh, they knew what they were doing at least, and uh, um, I enjoyed the race. It wasn't that bad. So not much to say on this. I guess just check it out. Uh, have your own opinions and let me know if you wanna. If you think there's more to it than I'm seeing, but I'm just letting you know what happened. Is that all I'm saying? I didn't. There wasn't anything to me worth noting. We have our oh, I don't know if you noticed, but a couple of things posted by Gels Marble Runs on his Twitter as well. We got. The stadium, they give a little flyover or view of the stadium. Over 11,000 marbles in the, seated in that stadium. 11,000 fans, which is just incredible. I, oh my god. 11,000, that's crazy. That's like, I don't know, it's not no more people that you usually see at a stadium. But it's, it's quite a bit. You're getting up there. I mean, that's a lot of marbles. I don't know, I don't know where he gets that many marbles. I mean, putting, I don't know, how could I put this in perspective? I don't know. Most most high schools, I guess if you go to a public high school, and um, maybe this would work better for American kids, I don't know about other countries how their schools work, but at least here, if you go to a public high school, you're looking at about a few thousand uh, kids at each high school. So I guess, I guess, put this in perspective, if you took all the kids in your high school and all of them had like three, four marbles each, then you'd have what Gel has in his stance, which uh, which is incredible. Um, I don't know if that put it in perspective for you, but that that was the best example I could come up with. Um, or like take like a baseball or soccer stadium, and like I don't know, do they hold like eleven thousand or like way more? I think like way more. So like maybe like take a fourth of that stadium, and you're gonna have about how many marbles you have in the stadium. It, it's quite a bit. It's, it's it's incredible how many marbles he has in this stadium so definitely look at that flyover I think it's on the Twitter as well on the Twitter we have this new thing coming out this year this new Marble Olympics betting thing where you can actually bet real money real cash on Marble Olympics on each single event on the whole thing you can bet with with uh, I guess you can bet against your friends and family and you can just kinda really um, really enjoy that so uh, I don't think it's too expensive. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not too crazy. So if you uh, if you have some extra money and you wanna you wanna uh, see if you can win some, even 
throw it into that betting. You can try to win the Marble Olympics for yourself, <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, recommendations on picks if you're going to bet. Um, I, don't, I can't really recommend on singular events. It's very hard for me to recommend. I can try, especially as we get into the season and I see the paths of the marbles and the skills of the marbles of each team. But on the whole thing, I mean, to just drop three, four good choices if you were going to bet. Oceanics, definitely a good choice. Green Ducks, a good choice. Indigo Stars could be a good choice. Um, I would say the Team Galactic, Crazy Cat's Eyes, or Hazers would also be a good choice. After that, I'm dicey on the other teams. Notice I didn't say Midnight Whips, Arrangers, or Savage Beaters. They could come through with all firsts again like they've been doing, or all top placements, but I, I'm not feeling it this year. I don't think it's their year. But those five, say it again here, Oceanics, Green Ducks, Indigo Stars, oh, it's six actually, Team Galactic, Hazers, Crazy Cat Size, those are six teams I would bet on. If I had to choose a bet, I'd choose in that environment there. But um, up to you. Obviously, if you think you know the Chocolatiers are going to come in and going to sweep everyone, then you go ahead and... Um, you bet on them, but uh, I'm just giving you the likely picks, the picks I think, but I don't know anything, do I? Anyway, with that being said, our weekly question, good time to roll out the weekly question here, and remember, you can respond to our weekly question at mswpodcast at gmail.com, please, please, please always reach out to us with the answer to this weekly question as well as with any ideas, suggestions, or thoughts. Um, you can voice message us on the Anchor Podcast app at our profile. There's easy voice messages you can send to us. Um, you can Twitter us at, at Marble Guy or at Guy Marble. It's like G-U-Y-Y Marble. You can Twitter us at there if you want to message us. Um, and I don't know, that's it for now. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll try to get an Instagram soon. I know people like that. But our weekly question that you can respond to, uh, should you desire, is uh, what are your fantasy picks? We know that's a big topic now that the Marble Olympics has not quite started yet, but we're all excited for it, and the fantasy picks are out, or the fantasy team thing is out, which, by the way, you can find on the Reddit as a link um, and or on fantasizer.com. What are your fantasy picks? What are you going with this year? I know there's many arguments for many different teams. We've heard it on episode three. We've heard it a little bit from Lucky Titan. We've heard it, I've heard it a little bit from other people thinking that other teams are really gonna come through this year. Some people really putting a lot of stake in the Indigo Stars. Some people really putting a lot of stake back in the old um, top performers like the Arrangers, but, um, and some going with the, some of the newer teams as well, like Team Galactic, Crazy Cat Size. I mean, it's up to you. What do you, what do you think is going to be it? I mean, like, we don't know, but you can make a good guess. So, um, that's the weekly question. That might be it. That may be it for discussion. Um, not much going on. I mean, there's a lot going on and a little going on at the same time. There's so much drama and excitement coming up to these Marble Olympics. 
there's discussions on uh, oh there's discussions on what I'm about to talk about <laughs> to end out here there was a little bit of a little bit of a debate on a Twitter post too I think either by Marble Olympics or by Gels Marbles I forget exactly who but they asked or no no I think it was by might even by a different like a more of a fan I forget exactly who it was but I know the the uh, the post itself was talking about what you call a pack of marbles like a group of marbles and someone was like they heard mar bunch they heard um roll a roll of marbles <laughs> and other things and there was a little bit of debate in the comments there um I commented on that. I said that a roll of marbles was definitely great, um, great way to, to name them. I think Marbunch is a little bit cringy, if you ask me. But um, I, so I don't have all the full information. Uh, if you can find the tweet on the Twitter, um, I mean, if you go to my Twitter, Guy Marble, I think you might be able to find where I responded as a comment to that I I don't know but um there's many different names so I mean what do you guys think Mar bunch roll of marbles um bunch of marbles you um you come up with that and you you think about that cuz um someone's got to name a group of marbles we have 11,000 marbles competing here no it's competing uh being fans 11,000 marble fans here sitting in the stands and and groups of marbles running everywhere up and down enjoying the Marble Olympics. We need a name for this conglomeration of glass spheres and that is not the name we would go with. <laughs> but um Yeah, that was uh that was a random thing that happened. I'm going with roll of marbles. I think it rolls off the tongue really well and I think it's a it's a good way to call it. So you can think about that. That that may be it though. I mean, we're gonna come out with another episode in a week or two, leaning more towards two, because I'm gonna let the the uh, in a couple of days the Marble Olympics first episode roll through, and then as long as it comes out by next Friday, I'll let the second one roll through, and I'll bring you analysis on both of those. The next. Um, episode episode five as well as whatever else has been going on um and later on different episodes we'll have more guests in try to get some guests maybe some uh teams themselves to come on and speak about their performance about their uh enjoyment of the marble olympics we'll try to get maybe the green ducks on here that would be so nice and uh maybe the we want another more veteran team like the crazy cat size, because I think they're going to perform. I'd love to have that team if they perform well, maybe come on the show. But we will we will figure this out, and we will try to bring you the the best information that we can. Obviously, I will be analyzing like crazy these events. I will try to help your betting, help your fantasy league uh, be the best it can be. Um, and just uh, just bring you the, bring you the content you need. I mean, a lot of people want to know like what's what's really behind all the performance here. What's really the analysis here? Um, 
when these when these marbles compete. I mean, like, who's really gonna perform later on in the competition? And like, who's you know? Because it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell on your own who's really gonna perform. But if you bring everyone's talking, you might be able to know. You might be able to wow everyone else and know who's gonna win these Marble Olympics. Very excited about that. But yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna end here. And as we end, I'm going to explain our outro song in a little bit more detail than I usually will or would. Uh, so I was at a a nice concert this past weekend, um, Friday night actually. Uh, my my family wanted to go to a concert for Billy Joel, so we went to that. And Billy Joel is a he's an American performer. So if you're not American, you may not know him. I think he might have toured out in the world at some point. But he's um he's he's a he's a great performer. He's not necessarily my genre of music, but I really enjoyed that concert. And so our outro song today is going to be one of his songs um, for you to enjoy. Uh, probably going to go with Scenes of an Italian Restaurant here by Billy Joel because I really do enjoy that song so we're going to outro with that probably and uh, we'll see you guys next episode next episode we will be on the other side of a couple of Marvel Olympics events and I can't wait to dive into that with you guys and um, enjoy that so with that guys go watch the Marvel Olympics go watch these other channels mentioned today and message us with any of your messages and here we go to our outro song. Have a good night, everybody. A bottle of white, a bottle of red, perhaps a bottle of rose instead. Get a table near the street In our old familiar place You and I face to face mm -hmm. A bottle of red A bottle of white It all depends upon your appetite I'll meet you anytime you want Italian restaurant Blue jeans.
the popular steadies and the king and the queen of the farm. Riding around with the car top down and the radio on. Nobody looks any finer. Always more of a hit at the Parkway Diner. We never knew we could want more than that out of life. Sure, the Bender and Eddie would always know how to survive. You know that you're much too lazy And Eddie could never afford to live that kind of life Oh, but there we were waving Brenda and Eddie goodbye Oh, oh, oh Well, they got an apartment with deep park compass And a couple of paintings from Sears A big waterbed that they bought with the bread They saved for a couple of years Italian 